Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. The regular season is here. And I bet you're really into basketball because you're listening to this. And it's time for you to get into the action with a uh, online sports book by the name of BetDSI.com. They have over 20 years in the business. They're safe. They're top rated. I play there. BetDSI.com has a great special for you, the Mavericks fan. Sign up today and get $10 for free. And you can wager it on whatever you want. They just want you to try their, try their service. BetDSI is also offering a 100% bonus on your first deposit. Whatever you put in, they match. They have great customer service, fast and easy payment on winnings, hundreds of basketball and football wagers to choose from, UFC, even Trump versus Clinton if you're into that kind of game. You can bet on the election if you'd like to. BetDSI.com even has live in-game wagering on football, basketball, and other major sporting events. You can play and bet virtually everything at BetDSI. Go to BetDSI.com now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there now and use the promotional code MAVERICKS10 to get your free wager and start winning today. That's Mavericks 10 for your free wager. Go there, do it, betdsi.com. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome into Locked On Mavericks for Wednesday, December 7th. It is a game day. They will host the Sacramento Kings tonight at the AAC, and we'll get into that in the plight of the Sacramento Kings and one Boogie Cousins here in a little bit. But my name is Mike Marshall. You can follow me at Machine Sports on Twitter if you're so inclined, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, the better half of this production is across the Metroplex, and his name is Jacob Kemp, and you can follow him at Not Jack Kemp. How are you doing, friend? Excited about uh, whoever the halftime show is tonight. Last time I was uh, was pretty underwhelmed. Seemed like we were trying to tank for a to get like a lock on Red Panda's rights for a whole year because they basically just rolled out drummers who were not as good as even the Mavs drumline. Oh no! And then I tweeted, "Hey, this was just like a lesser version of the Mavs drumline." And I think the Mavs drumline people searched their name on Twitter, and I think they took it as a shot. When in reality, I was just saying they should have just let you do it. If you're a drum, let, if, if you're a part of a drumline crew, I assume it's a lot like an improv crew, and you search your name on Twitter a lot. Yeah, I think I was, that's I think that's part of it. <laughs> it's just weird. I'm like, man, listen, this is not the year for me to have to fight the halftime show <laughs> crews. Well, Red Panda is going to demand a max contract, so we need to be clearing up some cap space. Okay. Monday, I'll have that review for you tomorrow. <laughs> Monday night, I think I, I fell short on my duties. Maybe one, because I was so stinking tired at the game, and I was just trying to enjoy my pizza. But it was ladder guy. Yeah. It was, it was weighted ladder guy. And I'm like, dude, I, you're, it's weighted. <laughs> I don't mind that, though. It's okay. I really don't. It's okay. 
Like it didn't it didn't hold my attention for more than two to three minutes because I just know it's weighted and it's gonna stay upright if you didn't touch the ladder. <laughs> so I know he's cheating. I don't like that. Yeah, no, he's he's running a little bit of game, but at least there's a chance he falls off. It's a, it's a smaller chance than it appears, but it is a chance. Yeah, very slim marginal chance that he breaks a femur or something. But um, <laughs> so we got the Kings in town tonight. Um, and thank you for listening to Locked On Mavericks. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. There's a Cowboys one out there, which is probably just having to kick ideas to the curb. Not so much on this side of the table. We don't want to talk about Andrew Bogut uh, trade potential uh, for two days in a row. We might pocket that for a couple days, um, as there are rumors about the uh, the Celtics getting interested, but I haven't seen them echoed anywhere, so <laughs> I'm not going to uh, just run off with that. But today, I guess we'd figure... I figured we'd uh, take a little bit of a look at the Kings and their situation uh, moving forward and the season that DeMarcus Cousins is having. Um, Their statistical profile is exactly what you would assume they are. (laughs) They're not a good team in anything except for post-ups, and that's because of Boogie. Um, And uh, defensively, they're piss poor in just about every category as well. Uh, Outside of, let's see here. They're very good at defending the pick-and-roll ball handler. So there you go, and defending post-ups, and that's it. And that's what a 7-13 and team looks like. But it's also what a team with, like, an elite defensive center looks like. Yeah, for sure. And it's always astounded me, and we can get in a little bit into this moving forward. But teams like this, like um, this 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 collection of, uh, of teams that they've rolled out in the DeMarcus Cousins era – is right next to the collection of teams that the Pelicans, uh, formerly Hornets, have rolled out in the Anthony Davis era, um, except the Pelicans made the playoffs that one time, which was really fun. And it's just so damning that they can't put a decent roster around this superb elite-level score, rebounder, usage percentage. Like, you can't build a team around that? Then you're telling me you can't build a team. And that's kind of the flux. That's why everything's changed in both places multiple times. Yeah, it really like the question with him and with any player like that. I don't. This definitely hasn't happened to Anthony Davis yet. But it's a matter of is the reason that is the is the difficulty in building around him somehow related to him? Yeah. And I think he can be tough to play with, but I don't think that he's tough to build around. No. I think you – I don't know. I think it's a bad idea to have him out there with Rondo or, I mean, even really Rudy Gay. That doesn't – I don't know. That doesn't uh, – that's not the type of guy I want to put around him. Same thing with Matt Barnes. You yeah. see where I'm going with this. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. No, the Rondo thing was like the most half-baked idea I've ever heard of. Like I was like, and you thought this was going to work? Like in what in what timeline would that work out? with Rondo and Boogie on the same team, when Rondo wants to have the ball in his hands for 20 seconds of the 24 allotted on a shot clock. Yeah. But Boogie is having a ridiculous season thus far, even by his standards. Um, 29 points. Here are the totals. Uh, 29 points. um, Let's see. 10.5 boards. uh, 3.3 assists. Shooting 38% from three. Yeah, I think more importantly is the fact that he is now taking almost five threes a game. Yeah. I mean, he's on pace right now. He took 210 last year after, I think, 
in the entirety of his career leading up to that, he had about 50. Mm-hmm. He's on pace right now to go for 350. Yeah. He's going to take 353s this year. That's awesome. <laughs> at, at, at least. Yeah. That's so awesome, dude. He's a better, he's a more lethal and better three point shooter right now than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Think about that. They're both taking five a game, or approximately five. Boogie's hitting 38%. Russ hits 33. That is bananas. Um, so I started looking into this pot. This can't really hold up, I don't think, unless, um, you know, unless he just wants to do it. So I started looking into who scored 29 points in a season had 10 boards, and at least three assists. And uh, you can add some more qualifiers in there if you want, like the one steal, the one block. Um, but then it gets you put into a pretty rare air already. And so Russ is up there this year. Russ is on pace for 31, uh, 10, and 11 assists, which is just – this Russ year is going to be an outlier on some kind of graph someday, uh, and it's going to be beautiful. But <clears> – <throat> I wanted to ask you if you could uh, if you could guess the other three that are on the list of 29, 10, and at least three assists for an entire uh, season. And oddly enough, they all these players have done this in their age 26, 27, or 28 uh, seasons. Are we going modern era only? Modern era only. Only when the three-point line became a thing. So Wilt's 600-point-per-game um, season doesn't count. <laughs> because it's just silly. It didn't make sense, and there were three teams in the league. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, modern era. All these guys are 1990 or later. Give them to me one more time. 29, 29, 20, 10, 29 20, Yeah, 29 points, 10 rebounds, three assists. I got to go Jordan. You'd be wrong. Wow. Never happened for MJ. And if you throw in uh, the one steal and the one block, it even gets even more... Uh, tricky. I think there's only two other dudes that have done that. What about Shaq? Shaq is on there. 1999-2000 Shaq with the Lakers. People underrate Shaq's passing. Yeah, they really do. And really Shaq's shooting. Like, just Mm -hmm. because he's a bad free throw people, or shooter, people think he had no jumper, but he face up a little bit. All right, so... Oh, hey, my dog wants to weigh in. Really? She's like, don't don't slander Shaq. Whatever, Whatever you do. And Shaq, Shaq took 21 shots in that season, which is the most of any of these dudes. Where's Boogie at right now? Boogie is at – dude, he's only shooting the ball – oh, wait, wait. Let me put them all together. Uh, Shaq took uh, 21 twos. I'm sorry. Boogie's okay. taking Boogie's taking 21.6 overall, so 16, overall. 16.9 twos and 4.7 right. threes. Uh, damn, has Anthony Davis already done it? No, he's too young, nope. though. No, nope. okay. and he doesn't get assists, I don't think. I don't think he's on pace for three assists. Let me pull that back up. Dwight Howard never scored that much. Nope. Yeah, but, uh, the Brow only has two assists a game. He's not a high assist guy. Oh, wait. I think I heard you say one of them. Carl Malone. Carl Malone, 1990-1991, Utah Jazz. Dude, I definitely don't think of him as a 30-point-a-game guy. I Absolutely think of him as, not. I think of him as the 2010-5 guy, but I, I, I don't think of him as, as 29. And I... Well, now I ha- kind of have to think of the times because I want to say maybe Barkley. No, Barkley didn't make it. The, the The other guy on here is a lot like Carl Malone in that you wouldn't think this uh this would happen. Um, 
Carmel Owens season in 90-91 is a 596 true shooting percentage, which is just miles above the other five dudes on this list. Uh, he only shot the ball 19.6 times a game. Like, that's the wow. most efficient, stupid season that has ever happened. And then the one that's left off, a lot like Carl Malone, a dude you wouldn't think would drop 29, if that gives you a hint. And I don't even know if you'll get around to it, because it's... I did not consider this. <laughs> Never considered it an option, but think about... It happened in 1993, and it was a year before his team changed entirely. If that helps. <laughs> Pippen? Nope. Nope. I don't think Pip ever got that many points. Um, David Robinson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that right, should have been. The- right before Duncan. Uh, he had 29.8, 10 boards, 10.7, so technically 11 if you round up. Five assists, 1.7 steals, and three blocks a game. Like, kill me. <laughs> that yeah, is ridiculous. Pippen, uh, Pippen's 93 season, he had 22, 9, 6, and 3. But That was Jordan retirement year? <clears throat> That's what I was thinking, but I think I'm a year off on that. Yeah, 93. What year did they? Oh, hell, all those Jordan years run together for me. But that's whenever yeah. you said his team change. That's what I was thinking. But Yeah, no, that's uh, that's not a bad guess. But this is right before uh, Duncan was added. All the other, the three other dudes that did in the 90s all were getting uh, 40 plus minutes a game. Russ is doing it playing 35-7, and Boogie's doing it playing 34-5. And if you add in the one, one steal and the one block, that takes Russ out because he doesn't get blocks, uh, and that takes Shaq out. So it's literally just Boogie, Carl Malone, and David Robinson. And obviously, David Robinson won a ton of titles. Shaq won a ton of titles. Mm-hmm. The only reason that really that Malone didn't was because of Jordan. Yeah. No, he kept running into Michael Jordan. So, and uh, a couple times those Sonic teams, too. Yeah, and Boogie's never played with anything even close to Stockton. Oh, my gosh, no. Or even had a coach as you know as decent as uh, Sloan. So, yep. yeah, I, if I had to put money on it right now, I would bet that he never sees, like, the top of the mountain. Yeah, no, if you're going to – at this exact moment, like I think he's his peak is what these next two to three years, because yeah. he's getting he's twenty what is he like twenty six now I think, um, and he's gonna start getting long in the tooth, and then LeBron's still in the league, and the Golden State Warriors are still in the league, so in a nineties kind of uh, more diverse culture once you know Jordan stopped winning every single thing he could have survived. But right now, like, I don't see the Warriors going away, and I don't see LeBron going away. Yeah, and I don't – I mean, you can't completely discount the Spurs either. I mean, I still yeah. think they have – there's a lot of debate about what Kawhi is, but I think he's one of the five best players in the league. And if you start there – and he can bring the ball up now. So you start there. They have Aldridge. You know they're going to be able to fill out their roster. They've got the best coach. Mm-hmm. If he went there – Oh, my God. <laughs> then I could see it because he could play with LMA, but I don't think he would be able to put – I don't know that they'd be able to put up with him, and I don't know if he'd be able to put up with them. Yeah, that'd be 
I I I like to tell myself that wouldn't work out because of those reasons, but <laughs> it might exactly work out because of those reasons because they're yeah. the, the same kind of dude. Um, but yeah, no, I had to watch the Spurs game last night. Um, I can't remember who the hell they were playing. Oh, they were playing the the Timberwolves, and Kawhi just had enough at one point. Same thing in the Bucks game the other night. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like he did, he was just done with it. He was like, "All right, time to make a run. Let's get a couple steals. Let's hit some threes. Let's uh, let's make Zach Levine look silly a few times." And yeah, now my appreciation for Kawhi is it's right up there with anybody else playing right now, not named um, LeBron or Steph or Russ um, at this exact moment. So for Cousins, he either has to figure out a way to get to Boston, and they have to figure out a way to get another player. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it's, I mean. The two main rumors you hear with Boogie are the Celtics and something related to John Wall. Yeah, just anything with John Wall. It's Boogie, and, Boogie, and a plus one. <laughs> and they're capped out, so yep. it's they can't. The Wizards are not going to be able to just outright sign Cousins. No, they would have to figure out some sort of. They're having to shed Beal's salary somehow and move it, and and he's free after next year. So, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to see a scenario where he ends up – I mean, the what happened with Miami, what happened with Cleveland, and what happened with Golden State is very, very hard to pull off. And oh, yeah. Like, you – those are just such unique situations that it's really kind of hard to imagine a scenario where he joins a team that has already got some talent, like Cleveland already had Kyrie and Tristan Thompson – or that he is able to find a team that is willing to basically waive their entire roster to sign him and John Wall or him and a couple other guys at the same time, like Miami did uh, with their three. I mean, he's probably going to have to go about it the traditional way. Yes, I completely agree. And uh, and if you think these uh, the 25 have-not owners in the league are going to sit there and make it easier for super teams to be built – uh, when the new CBA gets gets thrown into effect next uh, next July, then I think you're 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 dreaming um, yeah. because they are not going to make it easier for DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall to team up on a team that's already good. But um, they would come to Dallas. Wanna, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and I heard uh, like I heard Zach Lowe talking about this the other day, and like talking about the Mavs cap situation. And uh-huh. the one thing that I think is weird is when people like. I think we all know that if Bogut is on this team at the end of the year, which he probably won't be, uh, either way, his cap hold is gone. Yeah. Like, and so is D-Wills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's almost no chance they bring back either one of those guys. They're either going to renounce their rights the second the season ends, or they're going to trade them. Yep. So, and they're going to, if they get money back, they'll waive that guy. Mm-hmm. So, that's $28 million right there. Yeah, then Dirk's 25 which, Dirk's twenty five, and if he want, if the, if he decides to play for that, he can. But I also wouldn't be surprised if I think he, it's a, I think it's a team. I think it's a team option. I was talking to Demaris the other day, and I was like, "Is it it's a, a club option, non guaranteed?" But if they if but if he wants it, they'll give it to him. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. And yeah, if, that's, they, that's and if he discussion. thinks he can play, but if he doesn't, if he's like, "Oh, I want to come off, I'll come off the bench now." Dirk will mm-hmm. just sign another one and one for twelve a year. Yeah, like or he'll he'll make it. He'll make whatever work. There's almost. No chance that Dirk is making $25 million a year next year unless he comes back for the end of this year and he's, like, literally just the the best he's been in, you know, several years. So at that point, you've got 23 to Barnes, 18 to Matthews, 
Nine to Dwight Powell. Devin Harris is partially guaranteed. I don't know how much of it. Probably very little of it. Mm-hmm. Four to Berea. Three to Curry, although that's a room exception. So I don't even know if that would count against your cap. Right. Two to Justin Anderson. And you're at $60 million with a 102 cap. Like, obviously, they're going to have to sign some other players to fill it in. Mm-hmm. But if not I mean, you have a bench. Season, Exactly. You kind of already have a bench filled out there with Berea, Curry, Anderson, and especially let's add in another 15 for Dirk, and now you're at 74. It's not that hard to see the Mavericks having a max slot this offseason, and if they don't, they'll have another one next offseason. Like, yeah, there is some that, benefit to being this young. Like, you no, suck, sure. but you also are not, like, totally up against it in free agency every year as long as you are okay letting – a guy like uh, D-Will and a guy like Bogut go, which I think you got to let D-Will go because you're probably going to be starting a rookie. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly right. And I don't know if they get into this offseason, if uh, you know July 1st rolls, rolls around and they don't see anybody that's worth 20-plus million necessarily that's willing to come here, and they don't just sign a couple one-year contracts and say, all right, we're swinging super huge for Boogie next offseason. Like, can they – can they avoid the the carrot that is the the seventeen eighteen off season and the Demarcus Cousin free agency? Because I think if Sacramento gets into next year and they get any kind of wind that he's not coming back or he's serious about teaming up with John Wall somewhere, like he's getting traded. Yeah. Um, and now I'm guessing he's getting traded with a guarantee of a contract re up. Um, and that's the same thing. Um, with who the hell were we talking about the other day? Oh, Nerlens. Like I'd really like yeah. a, I'd really like a new contract <laughs> if you if you trade for Nerlens. And GMs aren't stupid; they're not going to get um, burnt because a couple teams in this league have before on dumping a lot of asset, assets into a uh, a trade, a uh, very good trade uh, player that they traded for, and then not being able to re- bring them back, which is probably what's going to happen to the Magic with Serge Ibaka this year, <laughs> honestly. But um, all right. There's some uh, some stuff on the Kings and Boogie's season and um, uh, fascinating mixture of parts that don't quite fit together. I'm also interested in Rudy Gay if anybody wants to talk about that, but uh, not at that am, dollar. Yeah, that's the thing. I am yeah. too. I just I don't know what his next contract's going to look like, and mm-hmm. if it's anything like the other Rudy Gay contracts, it's going to be more than I want to pay. It, the oh, one he's absolutely. on now is actually not that bad relative to – the overall percentage of the cap. I mean, he's making the same amount of money now mm-hmm. that he made like six years ago. And it's, yeah. you know, the cap is $40 million higher. But Yeah, it took like five years to normalize. <laughs> yeah. When he's free, then I think it might get a little weird. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Uh, everybody lock in for uh, Kings tonight. Jake will be Sorry. on the postgame call. And we'll get at you tomorrow uh, with uh, rehashing some of the game and uh, some other interesting topics. So thank you for the halftime uh, show. The halftime show mainly. mainly the halftime show and who we're going to draft in the halftime show draft. All right. Thanks for your time. And Jacob, uh, have a good day, bro. You too, man. I'll see you.
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.